You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. You know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here. Ding dong. Hello? Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, three. I didn't get here because I was cute. Or because I came from some famous wrestling family. Or because I sucked up to the right people. I got here because I am good. I earned this championship. Frustrated into the goddamn worst point. This is bullshit. Rhett made a very, very selfish decision. Brett's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life. Brett screwed Brett. I have no sympathy whatsoever for Brett. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here day in and day out in that wrestling ring beating people up. Thank you very much. I don't steal opportunities. I am the opportunity. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in, Jim. I'm an idiot. Ryan. I'm a sausage guy. Matt. Who gives a shit? Tim. Right on the cock. And intern Mark. Hi, boys. I'm going to tell y'all with a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday Live. It is September the 9th, 2021. The NFL is back tonight, but mute the commentators. You don't need to hear them. Watch, listen to us, watch them. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are still the podcast of the millennium. Make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. We have our social media. Follow us there, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our merchandise at Tim, how are we gonna how are we gonna do this now? I don't Oh man, I love I, I had this great idea and then I lose my bit. I mean, we are still at what a maneuver. What a maneuver. But we're we're more in what a maneuver. Well what a maneuver. Actually what a maneuver. No, what a maneuver dot move. But we're we're not we we're on somewhere else now. Well, we, 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 T Pollock. We out here live on T Pollock, baby. We're Find our here. link tree. It's on there. We got to work on this gimmick. Uh, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash three count Thursday, our collar and elbow brand deal. Store.collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code three count. Our home network, 
of course, is NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. And our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network. Ryan, where can the people find that? Yeah, that's right above Matt's left shoulder, L-E-E-I-B Sports.com. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Ryan. A uh, Another big week uh, behind us. We're going to try to uh, talk about all of it. Um, and Tim didn't get to make his picks again this week but uh we will uh we will get to that devin checking in with us what's up devin um commentators are talking tampa's already 17 and 0 i mean well this one might be more accurate winning 35 nothing before kickoff starts that that's certainly possible though i would hope i would hope the cowboys offense could score something i don't expect them to win Scotty says Buccaneers will win thirty to ten. I, I I expect the Bucks to win. So Scotty, where in the United States are you right now? Uh and Mike. Mike says, Gents, good evening. Good evening, Mike. Mike, yes. Mike's picks will be coming up because Mike won the all out scorecard. So didn't, uh didn't Devin also beat Tim? Devin did also beat Tim. I'll be damned. But uh he did not beat Mike. Not so enough. He did not beat him by enough, but he did beat right. him. Um, so he did, uh, my favorite sound effect, honestly, (laughs) um, Ryan, how you doing? I'm so good. Good. Scotty. We should talk about it. Scotty's is still in Washington. Okay. He's coming to the East coast. Moving to North, North Carolina, I believe. It is beautiful this time of year. Just wondering if you were listening to us. Well, recently engaged as well. So congratulations, Scotty. Yeah. Really? Congratulations. Yes. My guy. And yes, Mike still yeah. does have this shiny money in the bank briefcase. Man, Mike's just Mike's just let's go to Tim since Tim's the Mike one who is got beat. Triple H yes. of making these picks. He's just burying everybody. How you doing? <laughs> Tim, how you doing? I don't know. Mike, how am I doing? <laughs> I'm good. Good. I'm good. Good, good. Uh, Matt. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm headed to the beach tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to getting Friday over with and uh, enjoying some grotto, enjoying some saltwater taffy, etc. Very nice. Mama grotto. Correct. That's right. That's the way to go. Intern Mark. How you doing? Hi, boys. I'm okay. Great to see everybody. Um can I give a happy birthday shout out to cousin Brian if he's listening? Yes. Hey, happy cousin birthday, Brian. cousin Brian. Brian. Cheers. Mark, are you at a little Where's Debbie factory thing? tonight? Yeah, well, that doesn't look like Hottenstein Estates. It's uh I'm putting in some late late night hours here at the little Debbie factory. We gotta keep those cosmic brownies coming. You ain't kidding. Tell them they need to pay for better Wi Fi there too, apparently. <laughs> Devin says he's beaten him three times in a row, and on the second on the and on the second scorecard, me and him participated. Oh my goodness, Devin's definitely keeping track. Uh, Charlie says, "There you go, did Mark get a little Debbie sponsored? No, but we're working on it. We're working on it. What's up, Charlie? Yeah, we're trying. Hi, Charlie. Hi, boys. So, right. like, Hi, I gotta say, all right, wait, 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 let wait. it out, let it out. Come on, Tim. When I set my goal." My goal is to beat not just one person. I'm here taking everybody. 
it's real easy to say you're going to be better than one person. But I'm trying to take the field. So congratulations on your headhunters coming after little old me trying to beat me. Not you guys. Not you guys, because I got I wash you guys in the blood of Christ every time we do this. Hey, thing. hey, hey. But, SummerSlam weekend. I beat everybody in this group. Thank uh, you okay. very much. Hey, hey, hey. I won that one time at Impact. <laughs> Ryan, you hey, were the only person hey. that filled them out for that that one you time at Impact. Lucky I even fill out the card at all. <laughs> I mean you're you're not wrong. Matt, is it is it one of your least favorite things that we do as a podcast? Do you just not enjoy them? I just forget to do them oh, okay. until like five minutes beforehand, and, <laughs> and then I'm just like, ah. Eh. Well, and then they're already closed. That's <laughs> right. That's there. So Mike had 102. Devin had 100. Tim had 98. And that's all that matters. That's, the other ones don't matter. I had 89. I didn't if come in last be- place for this one. So I felt that I, I was actually fairly proud of myself on that one. <laughs> that's the bar. That's the bar I've set for myself. Hey, I didn't come in last. Uh <laughs> who did come in last me um let me just i just closed it um whoever gus lufton is ah. gus lufton Guff. gus lufton Guff. scruff mcgruff gus lufton 10 13 no matt you were right behind me you finished last out of us well i guess not even really because mark didn't fill one out so mark was less he had zero Boo. boo boo this man boo i forgot Jesus, Mark, we asked I for one thing. <laughs> this one is, thing. Th- and this is why we don't pay our intern. It's This is the reason. I know. I, I deserve intern status this week. <laughs> Mark, with, with all that wonderful signage behind you, what uh, what is your little, what is your favorite little Debbie snack? Man, there's so many. There's just there's too so many. many good ones here. There's too many. Oh man, let me think here. I do like the uh, the fudge rounds. You can't go wrong with the fudge round. Fudge rounds are solid. <laughs> I feel um, as though we've had this conversation. We have. We have. Have we? Yeah. About little Debbie's? I'm, yeah. I'm for certain of it, and it was Actually, like I'm, yeah. I'm I'm fairly certain we have too. And then probably within the month, like it, it wasn't even no. like it was I like don't know if it was that reason, but it... <laughs> time for our our monthly our monthly little debate. Well, I mean, it's like, so I've got the, I've got the list. I've got the power listing or or not the power listing, but I got the list of all the, this doesn't even look like all of them. Cause like, where's the oatmeal cream pie at? I actually did just buy the nutty buddies last week. Oh man. Nutty buddies are good. That case. Are oatmeal cream pies not on the board anymore? I, uh, what were those like? They make double oatmeal cream pies, like double stuffed or something, like or XLs. They're yeah. really good. And what were those oh, ones we good. saw at Walmart the last week? Was it like peanut butter cream pie or something, Ryan? Oh, that was that was from Drake. That was the funny bones. The funny bones. No. The funny bones. Oh, you're talking about the little peanut butter rounds. I guess. Yeah, they're little round guys. Drake's cakes. Is that what they're called? No, <laughs> no, Drake is another brand. Oh, I was like no, uh, I thought it was. Drake I literally Drake thought they make. I think they make the ding dongs or the ho hos or something. I literally yeah, thought they it make was ding dongs and the ho hos and the funny bones. I'm trying to find the list. Little Debbie 
products. We got uh, Ruby Soho right here. And I, I'm on day four now of singing her song in my head all fucking day. Yeah, Little Debbie makes uh, peanut butter cream pies right now. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't show. There's not a list that just is has everything so, on it. Is it a peanut butter cookie or is it peanut butter inside the oatmeal? Because no, it looks it, is terrible. It looks like it looks like a peanut butter cookie with peanut butter on the inside. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that actually sounds. I accept that. I accept that he says that. That actually sounds like it would be like if it was peanut butter cream inside of oatmeal cookies. Uh, can set uh, yeah, that on fire. Oh, man, there's <laughs> not good. Mm. So, Ew. I do like an oatmeal cookie, though. I will say, oh that. yeah, absolutely, oh, sure, sure. I like sure. a Subway oatmeal cookie, the best. I hate oatmeal cookies. I love an oatmeal cream pie. Okay, weird flex, but okay. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell. <laughs> now, do you like them standard or do you like them plain? I like them the way that you, you scrape open the cream them. off of them and just no, <laughs> no, okay, no. There's no assembly required. You eat it as a full package. There's no assembly required in an oatmeal cream pie. I will agree. I will agree with Scotty here. Tasty cakes greater than little Debbie. Yeah, he's not wrong. One hundred percent. Definitely not wrong there. He says he's Carl's totally Carl's Junior is good out here. It's the east. It's the east. Now, I mean, for the tasty cakes argument, what's your go-to? Like, are you a candy cake or are you a crimpet guy? Uh candy cake. Candy cake's my number one. The crimpet's delicious, but Man, that's t- that's a tough choice, especially if you put like the picking your favorite child. I couldn't even tell you a tasty cake that I like. I mean, I don't have kids, oh but God. that's not a thing. Oh. If you have the multiple, little round, the little round peanut butter guys, they're delicious. I guess the honey oh, bun. So good. The Man. honey bun. The uh, what about the crimpet? Crimpets are good. Crimpet, no. crimpets are good, but the especially if you put the the if you if you put the peanut butter guys in the fridge. The chocolate gets cold and crispy. It's, it's fantastic, oh, yeah. too. I mean, the, the crimpets, if they're butterscotch, are good. If it's the jam-filled ones, then no. Yeah. If, you say the jam, if you say the jam ones, I actually want you to stop watching this show. We don't need that kind we of negativity. happy to lose you as a viewer. <laughs> we, we don't need that negativity I'm, with Three Count I'm Thursday. Little Debbie, I'm little Debbie over Tasty Cakes. Mm, I love so. me Tasty Cakes. Yeah. But you're you're not, because Tasty know. Cakes are from are made in cakes Pennsylvania, like, right? Yeah, that's so I, I, like yeah, a silly thing. thing. I can, that's fair. Bucks Banner has been released. Which which part which part is Scott wrong about, Charlie? Tasty Apparently about, about getting engaged. Well, but he said something, <laughs> said something about Carl's Jr. Uh, um, you no, know, that's true. Carl's Jr. is like the left coast Hardee's. Yeah. 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 Is there a Hardee's yeah, in Pennsylvania? There's one in um Oh shit. There's like three by my house. Myerstown. There's one in Myerstown. Straight up straight up five oh one. When you get to four twenty two, hang a left. It's right there in Myerstown. But there's a Twinkist right there that I would have to go to. Yeah, but there's a Hardee's there. You, okay, that's yeah. me. You all you did was ask. all you did was ask me if there was a Hardee's. I asked. <laughs> um, I asked. Oh, Charlie. Well, again, Charlie, are are you? You're not originally from PA, so you don't you don't know what's actually right. What about those donuts you get at like Turkey Hill? They're six in a pack with the cream filled. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to bring them to the studio all the time. I think those are one of the best donuts I've ever had. Uh, Scotty Ace, Lebanon Bologna Sand. I swear we'll get to talking about wrestling at That's some a point. Hard pass, Scott. Uh, I'm a sweet Bologna fan Lebanon myself. Bologna. Yeah, that's sweet gross, Bologna. Gross I, Bologna. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had Bologna. But I would imagine oh, to you, Bologna is like 
Oscar Mayer. It's like Oscar Mayer style, right? Minced baloney. Minced baloney. Jim, don't tell me you're one of those guys that take like the sweet baloney and do the cream cheese. Have oh, you ever done fucking that? Fucking yeah, dude. And rolled. Oh, that is so foul. Oh, it's so good. And if you put a, uh, if That's you put foul. some dill pickle Absolutely. in the roll up as well, fantastic. Oh, so it's it's sweet baloney. Sweet baloney, cream cheese, dill pickle. Get the fuck out! It of is here. so good, man. I'm not even kidding. I am not even I kidding. I remember. I'd rather eat a Sawini meal from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's come full circle. Um, Charlie says he had a fried bologna sandwich the other day. It was amazing. Well, I mean, if you fry anything, I mean, you're. Oh, yeah, fried bologna is good. Uh, Joe says that's sweet, sweet bologna. <laughs> uh, donut holes are the best. I don't know about that. If you're if you're in the uh, what part of Florida are you in, Joe? I forget. But if you he's at Orange Theory Fitness. If you want to refer get Joe some business at the Orange Orange Theory Fitness. I mean, Uh, I feel like that's a dig at all of us. We just spent the first what 17 minutes of our podcast talking about about food, food. not fast food this time, but delicious pastry cakes. A little bit of fast food, but not little snacky cakes. Um, Boynton Beach, he said. So if you're go see Joe Lopez at the uh, Boynton Beach Orange Theory Fitness. There you go. You're welcome, Joe. Man, Boynton Beach is beautiful this time of year. Just gorgeous. All right, let's uh, Golden Sands. Let's start if I can find. Get down there. Stop by the uh, the Orange County Fitness Place. That's <laughs> place is always hopping. Uh, sushi. Yeah, I like sushi. I know Matt does. Tim, Mark, Ryan, you guys? No, I'm not a sushi guy. Not really, no. no I'm not, not, no. no. I'm sorry if that upsets not anybody. Charlie's headed to dinner. Sushi. Where are you going to dinner, Charlie? Well, setting out. Yeah, it Damn, is a, it's late, Charlie. Especially, like especially, especially for a Thursday night. Like, I mean, weekend, late dinner, weekday, I don't know. Hey, man, you run into stuff. Like, stuff happens, man. You got to. Get yeah, you your meal when your, you can. You like take that. your date nights when you can take them. I suppose. I he suppose. just heard there's a Hardee's up the road. <laughs> He's gone. He's a, Come on, D, we gotta go. Go on the Hardee's. <laughs> All right, let's let's go to this though. We are looking at September the 9th in uh, pro wrestling history. We got we got two birthdays today, both from 1993. Actually, uh, Sarah Logan and Brian Pillman Jr. both born today. In uh, 1983, or 93. 1980, the Samoans defeat Tony Gurria and Rene Goulet in a tournament final for the WWF World Tag Team titles in Allentown, PA, starting their second title run. The titles had been vacated when Pedro Morales and Bob Backlund defeated the Samoans, but Backlund was unable to defend the tag belts due to being WWF World Heavyweight Champion. On this day. 1991, Ric Flair wrestles his first match for the WWF following his departure from WCW the previous July. He defeats Jim Powers at a WWF television taping in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. 1993, Shane Douglas won the ECW heavyweight title via forfeit from Tito Santana. In truth, it was a phantom title change as the supposed show in Roanoke, Virginia, where Douglas versus Santana was was to have taken place, never really existed. 
2002 on an edition of Raw from Ames, Iowa, Rob Van Dam defeats the Big Show, Jeff Hardy, and Chris Jericho in an elimination match to earn a title match with world champion Triple H at Unforgiven. Uh, show was disqualified with the, when the referee uh, called him with a chair, which Show had actually grabbed from Jericho. Jericho pinned Hardy with a lion salt um, after shoving Hardy off the top rope. Van Dam then pinned Jericho with the five-star frog splash. Um, after ramming him into a turnbuckle, the Jericho had pulled the cover off. Did Big Show cry? What's that? Did Big Show cry? Uh, three times. <laughs> In 2012, TNA Wrestling holds their eighth and final no surrender pay per view from the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida, in front of uh, 1,100 fans. Show featured seven matches, and in the main event, Jeff Hardy defeated Bully Ray in the Bound for Glory series final match. And those were the events that occurred. September the 9th in pro wrestling history. Um, so before we get to our wrestler of the week standings, um, you know, I think we should absolutely talk about, uh, something we were going to try to talk about on Monday. Uh, and then we got, we got a little bit too excited and, and plans didn't work out, um, all out this past Sunday night. Um, obviously a pay-per-view that, um, you know, had, had the, the attention of the wrestling world and, uh, really has, you know, kind of shook the wrestling world and, and kind of, you know, flipped things on its side, uh, even more than AEW has been doing for a while now. Um, I'll throw it out to you guys. Is there a match? Is there a moment? Is like that that you got that anybody wants to talk about first? Anybody? I'm trying to do something with my phone. I'm sorry. About that Adam Cole baby. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> um, sure. Let's start there. Do you want to start there, or Tim? Did you have something different? No, I I have somewhere I want to start. All right, let's let's start where Tim wants to start because <clears throat> the end of the show is the end of the show. Correct. So we're talk. People are talking about um, the reaction from a lot of the fans is this is like one of the greatest pay per views of all time, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen that reaction. Yeah, and. What I what I'm sick of seeing is, oh, have people forgot about WrestleMania 17? Who would say something like that? <laughs> Big Jim or yeah, so are, uh, you, are you just sick of reading the three count Twitter feed? <laughs> or or uh, what about Money in the Bank 2011? To be fair, I did not tweet about Money in the Bank 2011. Okay. You thought it though. Actually, I did not. Is, my point is, if you're the person who's like, "Uh, what about the pay per view like 25 years ago that had the Rock and Stone Cold on it? How about that one? Come on, man. Come on, man. You sound like the old dude who's like, football's not the same because they don't run the ball anymore. That's malarkey. <laughs> Football's not football. They throw the ball too much. There's no defense. They can't even Don't check be rude. The, they, they can't even check the receivers. No. 
Except instead of trying to compare, like all people are saying is this is a really great show, and it should be listed on like great. What can you name me a pay per view in the last five years that touches it? You could offhand no pay per view that happened last year, top to bottom that was exciting last year, twenty twenty. That's not even fair. I was going to say, you mean the year that had no fans in the crowd? <laughs> yep, twenty nineteen. I mean, I can't. I couldn't tell you what good food I had to eat three days ago. What, like, um, I, I mean, I think the nearest comparison, and again, it's it's partial to me because I was there was WrestleMania thirty five. I think has been the best WWE show that we've seen in the past. I don't know since then. Okay, so that was that was was that twenty nineteen or. 20, 2019 that was, that was 2019 okay that was the last right. wrestlemania last year the world last year was empty and this year was half empty. halfway full <laughs> half empty twice half full but empty. like that's that's their wrestlemania so i don't think that's a i think all that was better than that yeah and I mean, it's tough to say because some could say that all out is aew's wrestlemania I, yeah, I think it's it is. Not WrestleMania. Like WWE's had a thirty-plus year head start. No, right. it, WrestleMania because, thirty-five. Is Impact's be what Slammiversary is their I mean, big show. I, like, I say that that All Out is AEW's WrestleMania, but I like put that in quote. Like I don't, I don't even necessarily compare it to WrestleMania. It's it, it's their biggest show of the year. It's their. Like, I don't know if I even want to say, because, like, WrestleMania and, and the Raw after Mania, we always consider that, like, WWE's New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Like, I don't even know if that's necessarily the case right now with AEW. I just think it's their biggest show of the year because, like, you know, I know that All In wasn't technically an AEW show, but it's kind of the thing that, like, jump-started you know, it was it was kind of the thing that like jump started the eight quote unquote AEW movement. So like all out is 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 their biggest pay per view of the year. Speaking of that, Jim and I, we we often talk about like moments that changes the trajectory of professional wrestling and like big moments in wrestling. Are we going to look back at that one tweet that said, "Do you think Ring of Honor could sell out this size stadium as the catalyst that started everything with?" AEW and and ultimately could change the landscape of pro wrestling. Possibly like, was it that tweet that really got everything in motion? When you when it boils down to it, absolutely. Like yeah. that was I don't Meltzer didn't say it. I don't no, think somebody was, asked Meltzer that. I think what's the exact Meltzer was involved with it somehow, but it's really that's the moment I think that set everything in motion for where we're at today uh mike had said mania 30 was pretty damn good i agree i but go back and look at mania 30 i don't think mania 30 matt mania like 30 had the big moments but it overall wasn't a great paper first off it was only like nine matches and in the silver dome brother <laughs> but like the opening <laughs> match was good silver dome. the lesnar moment was big but that match was awful um 
the the main event was really good, and of course you had the payoff. But as a show, and like the, the, I don't think that the, the show was was really that good at all. Um, I think thirty one was better than thirty. Thirty one yeah, was a better pay per view. Whether it had the that was and it had the big had a big ending as well too. Yes, Tim. So the tweet came from a guy at the WWE guy underscore who so asked Jim's burner Dave, account. Yep, who asked <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that Ring was of coming. Honor, he asked if Ring of Honor could sell out an arena with ten thousand seats, something like Madison Square Garden, and Meltzer responded, "Not anytime soon." Okay. But then according to CM Punk during the media scrum, they sold out the United Center on a rumor. I yeah. Not wrong. But I mean Yeah, I mean, it's it's you can't really argue you can't really argue with that. I mean it was a right. it was a heavily winked rumor. Like but it's still a rumor. It's, like, I mean, yes, it's still a rumor. But like, did AEW really wink that much, or did we just read into everything? Probably a little of both. Yeah, I was gonna say I think they probably winked more at uh, Daniel or Brian Daniel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna uh, unintentionally say Daniel Bryan for a just while. Call him by his real name. Okay, Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. No also, if anybody if anybody's interested, so if anybody's her. interested, I will have a uh, you know like when the um, Ruby Riot her when like Cleveland fans <laughs> burn the LeBron jerseys. I'm gonna have one of those in my backyard for Daniel Bryan T-shirts this week. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but uh, let's see here. Catching up with some comments. Devin agrees with Ryan, who's complaining about the event was too damn long. 35 wrestlemania 35 yeah. was too long or all out i 21 think he was referring to wrestlemania 35 35 i think it went in it went past midnight yeah 35 East, was long Eastern. yeah, yeah we, but it's WrestleMania. Which again i'm fine with that it's wrestlemania i'd rather it be on one night and be long mike says aew sometimes feel like pwg on steroids because it is yeah as it is <laughs> So Lou fun. says, "Evening, boys. Welcome back, Lou. I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, I'm live on YouTube. He's on. He's on the YouTube's. Yeah, we are live on Twitter, Facebook, and the YouTube's. Look and at that. Periscope. And yeah, the, the Twitter's. That's the Twitter's, right? Yeah, it's the kind they don't of don't call this, it Periscope anymore. I mean, do they? it's technically it's that's it's what the Twitter live so is is a Periscope. Um, Periscope, huh?" Down Mike says 31 kind of sucked because the Undertaker entrance was in sunlight and it was hot in San Fran that day. That's not yeah, I believe it. That, I believe that. I do believe there that. There was a tank, though. There was a tank. That Rusev may or may not have banged Lana in. He he, he did. He, he did. did. He did. He did. Um, there? I mean. Also, Bray did Wyatt. see him nut the wall? I mean, he's, I mean he's, he's got a super flexible wife, so. Um, Thank God. Thank God. Um, no, and look, look, like I, I said, I sent that tweet more in. Like I wasn't being serious. Like this show was fantastic. The, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jim, I watched the show with you. Yes. As I was putting my shoes on, I heard you mumbling, not as good as 17. <laughs> you heard <laughs> shit. You heard that? 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't think your hearing was that good. My bad. Um, no, like I don't. I don't know if it's an all time like if it's you know a, a Mount Rushmore pay per view or best ever. But I don't. It was a. It was a fantastic pay per view. It was a great. It was. A, it is. It was the best pay per view in in a long time. Best wrestling. Was AEW's best pay per view. Well, easily AEW's best pay per view. Yeah. Okay. We can all agree with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was it was fantastic. Um, well, let's. I mean, I feel like a lot of the the matches we're going to talk about when we do wrestler of the week anyway, because a lot of our wrestlers of the week were involved with said pay per view. So I, I mean, I think it's fair to discuss the moments. Um, yeah, like Mark had said. Yeah, so I mean, I think the moments are what we're going to look back on and remember. It was the Daniel Bryan yes moment that everybody thinks of thirty. It was, um, you know, the big surprise return that 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 everybody remembers. So, I think the moments are really what what sets this pay per view apart, and to foreshadow really puts WWE at a huge disadvantage. Yeah, I mean the moments, the moment, and and. When often I've talked about pro wrestling, I've I've often said moments to me anyway are greater than matches. Um, now there are great matches that will that you know I I always hold you know on a pedestal, but the moments are the things I think we remember most. And this show, um, it is the moments to me that that made it you know, an A plus or the, you know, the best pay-per-view in what, it, and as I'm not taking away from most of the matches, because I think most of the matches were really good as well. There were some that weren't, but it's the, the, these moments, Adam Cole, because you know, we got to the end and you know, the, the elites in there and Kenny Omega's, you know, nobody alive or dead is better than me and, or whatever he said. And we all thought that this is when Dan, Brian Danielson comes out. And instead, we got Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> and he joins his friends in the Elite. Yes, Tim. Now, did anyone get the reference? Uh, that he died in, uh, he was said alive or dead. He died in being the Elite. Yes. Yes. So, like, to, as soon as he said dead, my eyes were, I was like, they're going to bait and switch this is Cole. Mike got it as well. Yeah, like, I, but then I know- once we got Cole, I thought, oh, this is badass. They got Cole. We're doing Daniel Bryan, or I'm sorry, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson up in New York. It's so easier- to get them both was was a mind blow to me. Right. Yes, yes, I didn't I, think was that really was cool. the real. It was going to be one or the other. I still thought Cole had a shot of going back to the WWE before we found out about the manager bullshit. Um, but you're going to get one or the other. But to give them both was, I think, the big surprise of the weekend. I mean, I think I think Cole showing up on on Sunday was the like. I mean, I think you and I both, Ryan, were like, well, "Holy shit!" Like we were just kind of waiting for Brian Danielson, and and we got Cole, and then Brian. I mean, it's it's nuts for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think the assumption was that we would eventually get Cole in AEW, but I didn't think anyone. I won't say anyone, but it wasn't the one everyone was expecting because of how soon it was 
Yeah. I mean, he was on what? NXT a couple of weeks. I mean, less than a month ago. So <laughs> like, um, you know, it, the it, guy, the guy looks like a star. Like he's going to fit in AEW very well. I mean, tailor made for for AEW, right? I, I mean, he he fits in AEW better than he would have fit in on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, as a rest, yes, yeah. I, like what I have, <laughs> what I have been fine with Adam Cole, the sports entertainer, uh, the pro wrestler acting as a sports entertainer on <laughs> Raw or SmackDown. Yes, um, but he looks really tiny. Next to like Damian Priest, right? Very small, right? He, the he, Miz, he'd be fine with Damian Priest, right? He, next to you know Lashley, Lesnar, McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you know, he, you know, like there's a lot of big guys in the WWE, more Matt so McAfee, than AEW. By the way, sent out the second best tweet of the week. Yes, he did, saying something along the lines of. I would have left too instead. And of it was the GIF with his face on Adam Cole's body. Yeah, was... the number one tweet belonging to Lana C.J. Perry, correct? <laughs> saying something along the lines of, uh, "When you come home, I'll redeem your nuts." Yes, yes. To yes. to Miro. Yes, yes. The two the two tweets of the week. And I'll just I'll just cl- I'll just take over. I'll I will wear Miro as a skin suit if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Ew. Um, him. But I get it. I get Heal it. Him. Whatever we do, what you got to do. Um, the thing is, too, and AEW does this really well. Look back to the last four big debuts for AEW: Punk, American Dragon, Adam Cole, Bebe, and Ruby Soho. Each debut is connected to a young future star that has not been made yet. Punk immediately goes after Darby Allen. Mm -hmm. Both Adam Cole and Brian Danielson connect to the young up and comer, Kenny Omega, jungle boy, Jack (laughs) Perry. Her. Um, And then Ruby Soho is elevating Thunder Rosa, who people, she's a big deal, but she's not mainstream. Okay. And Britt Baker, who is still on the rise, even though she's at the top. And still a dentist, too. Still a dentist. Mm -hmm. Rising action here. And then even so, if you go back to Dynamite, Dynamite, Ruby is connected to Chris Statlander and Riho. Yep. So AEW is connecting these big stars to young up and coming not known talents. And I'm curious who you disagree with of the cuz Mike says he agrees with 75% of probably that Britt Baker's a dentist. He probably doesn't know that yet. <laughs> probably. He probably only thinks she's a wrestler. He needs to pay attention she, to commentary. She graduated. She's graduated <laughs> dental school. <laughs> Um, no, I think that's a, that, that's a, that is a great point, Tim. And I mean, even, yeah, like even this, this past Wednesday, I mean, Punk's, you know, Punk's next feud or a feud in the chamber is with Team Taz. So like, 
I mean, I didn't anticipate that. Becoming Taz. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I think that's a great point. And as again, long as he's not, around... you know, wrestling Russ Vitale's older twin, I think. Hey, yo. I think he'll be fine. <laughs> the, uh, I feel like we're going to bounce all over a lot of our topics here, but I think that's WWE's problem. Um, it doesn't make sense to bring a Goldberg back and have him feuding with just anybody. Like Goldberg comes back to feud for the main picture and the main championship, and that's WWE's recipe. And it's tried and true, and it it has worked for them for years. And I think people are just tired of seeing that. Goldberg comes in, wrestles the top guy, leaves. Brock Lesnar's going to do the same thing. Brock Lesnar's not coming back to put over Hook from AEW. I mean, I'm trying to think who the Hook equivalent is in AEW right now in the W I just, you know what I mean? They're not, they, Brock's not coming back to put over John Morrison or Dominic, who is clearly Dominic. an up and comer. I was thinking of Dominic. <laughs> right. Three hook and Dom are the same. Okay. That's fair. That's a good one. I mean, th- that James begs Gold the question that are there mm-hmm. up young up and comers in WWE right now? I mean, there's, there's n- some new faces, but I, I wouldn't say they're necessarily young. Like Damian Priest is a new WWE superstar. Um, Riddle, uh, who apparently we learned is in his thirties. Like I thought yeah. he was more on the young side, and he's you know he's older than I thought. Um, but like there's there's some there's some new faces, but um, I, I currently I don't, I don't think there's any real young stars, so to speak in wwe and and i think that is part of the reason um why this shift is happening in um with nxt and and the performance center is going back to you know a a a different formula of of building new superstars um because when you when you're doing your your best to just bring in all the big indie names that in some cases have been wrestling for over a decade, you know, by the time they get into NXT and learn the WWE system and then, you know, are in NXT for, by the time they get to the main roster, they're, they're not young, so to speak anymore. So, um, you know, I think, I think that's where we, we, we see this shift with them, but yeah, there, you're right. There isn't really a WWE equivalent mike here says uh ruby to him is the exception he says i just think anyone um anyone who's a fan brit is their number one thunder rosa has been her biggest rival um they have been the best part of the women's division Riho is a former champion only woman she's really going to help elevate is chris statlander and i don't necessarily agree with that because even though Riho was the first world champion for the women. No one knows who Riho is. Right. Unless you're an AEW fan. Or you're a Japanese women's wrestling fan. Like, it's not so much elevation as it is connecting a set of eyes or connecting a person who everyone has seen be on the the big stage 
who is made to be a big deal and connecting them to people immediately as peers. Connecting to a Riho, to a Chris Statlander, to Thunder Rosa, and to Britt Baker, and in turn connect to Rebel and Reba? Jamie Hayter. Reba? Not Reba. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you oh, for that. Reba. Um, <laughs> it's... I think that it's 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 not on the same level as Brian Danielson or Adam Cole or CM Punk, but to say that like, I mean, Ruby is really young. Like, Ruby. Ruby, so she's going to right elevate side of thirty. Probably, I mean, she's going to elevate that division. I bet she's like thirty-five. But she's going to elevate that, that division, period, because of... She is 30. Yep. Okay. Oh, sorry, Ruby. That's my bad. <laughs> so she's she's 30, which in different times, in different eras, 30 is very old for a women's wrestler. Right. But, but now so 30 is the right side of 30. 30, that 30 is the right side of 30, yes. 30 is the right side of 30. <laughs> yes. Um, what what segment are we at, just so I know? The first. Still the first one. Are we talking about why AEW is succeeding? Or are we still recapping the we're, pay-per-view? We're or talking is it about all blood together? Well, I'm, they I'm, merge. It's all-encompassing. Yeah, it's. I feel like this episode is just like one long episode that I'm going to attempt to break up into segments later. Jim will, Jim will squeeze the WWE stuff in here and there just to make sure that it gets discussed, but it's basically an AEW episode. Right. Remember that time they brought the zombies? <laughs> no. No, I don't want... Zombies? That got a zero. Zo- zombies. Did any matches get a zero on this AEW they card? They did not. They did oh, not. Damn. There was a what couple... Did you grade the Big Show match? Oh, uh, that was a D, I believe. Okay. I mean, it was short. Yeah, it was they a D. over with quickly. That was a D. Jericho MJF was a D plus. Really? Yeah. Everything else. Everything I thought, else. I thought their labor match, labor five, was better than their pay per view match. Yeah, this one felt labored. That's fair. This That's one fair. felt labored. There was really only two bad, or not even bad, but like two yeah. down matches it was, on the paper. It was those two. Yeah. I mean, the battle royal was a battle royal. You got you got a great debut and a. And she got the win, got the big win. Um, the Moxley Kojima match, I mean, it just wasn't for me. It wasn't a bad match. It's it not for me. Um, like match grade wise, I think I had the, like I had the show at like a B plus or a B, but like with the moments, it like it's an A plus. Like, and that's where like because I think there was one of the WWE pay per views this summer. I was like. You know, match wise, it was here, but like moment, it felt here. So like, that that's where like just if if I just go off the match grade, you know, that's where I meant. Mo- you know, moments made this greater. Um, and and that is a hundred percent accurate to me. What did you grade the Punk match? Um, let me find it. 
I don't think that was a great match. The I match I had a B minus. B minus. I thought it was well paced and it what it should have been. Yeah, you didn't want to rush and fuck something up. Yeah, but I think that match was more of a moment than it was a match. Yeah, it was a, the match itself. I had it a B minus. Not horrible, but it, it wasn't anything. It felt like. Yes, Mark. I, like I saw that match before somewhere. You at least saw parts of it. You at least saw parts of it. Red Hart doing the coffin drop in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what has 16 and 16 legs? Oh, no. I think I know. The night shift at the night and day diner. <laughs> That's coming from Charlie. That's. I know you ain't talking about BBJ. No, she's probably not working tonight. It's say. Judy there. You got to ask around. <laughs> ask for Judy. Um, ask for Judy. She's got 32 teeth. So what? Daisy. What do you? What did you have? Apron. She's got a big apron for tips. <laughs> Thank you. What did you have? Is that tips with a P? Yeah, it was tips. <laughs> Judy's got that. She's a big apron. Mark or Tim, keep asking your question. What did you have the tag team title match at? Mark, hey. what's your favorite part about her apron? Let's get him going on the apron. <laughs> Can you describe the apron for right. me? Probably, well, you know, it's got the pockets in the front, you know. Then you take those strings and you tie them in the back in that nice little bow, you know. And that little we'll loop just, goes around the neck. I'm gonna, we'll just let him go. Um, oh, the, Is this payback for the draws joke last week? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, payback would be me saying Shane McMahon. <laughs> the best in the world. Um, the tag. I, I just did my 2022 taxes. <laughs> Tim, were you talking about the the steel cage match, the tag yes. team? You know, where the young bucks lost. Yeah, that that was an A plus. Okay, yeah. just wanted to make sure. That's all my match. Talking the- about the steel cage match at GCW, that was really just hell in a cell. <laughs> or I'm sorry, uh, really just. Well- no, you already blew it. Oh, you already heard it. Don't even do it. Nope, I heard it. Turn it off. I don't want to hear it. I fucked it up. I fucked myself. Stop! Ryan screwed Ryan. God damn it. How did you mess that up? I fucking had it on a silver tray. You sure did. A silver tray? God damn it. A beautiful silver tray. And doilies on it. Fucking dropped it. Mucked it all up. Wait. Damn it. The price is wrong, bitch. Um, yeah, that that's on my match of the year list. Absolutely. That might be my match of the year. Uh when when it's all said and done. It's uh, it's the match of the year so far. It I think. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of I can't think of one better off the top of my head. Let's check in on Mark. Let's see how Mark's doing. So I said, if I don't want jelly, I'd like to have Palmer's All Fruit. So BBJ went back and found some back there. <laughs> good, like good. Um, and, and and I mean, th- this, I was talking, I was talking to um, EJ after the pay-per-view on Take 3 Wrestling. 
and um, for, I should say from, not on. But no, he and I were just texting after the show, and he was he he was like Adam Cole's the the biggest the uh, the the biggest acquisition of the night or the biggest debut of the the month or whatever. And I said, in the long run, I I agree. I mean, in the long run, out of Punk, Brian, and uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, um, you know, Cole has like the 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 bigger upside, the longer upside, the longer career. But I think that Daniel Bryan, at least right now, feels like the bigger hit to WWE to me. I think where that hit comes from is the fact that, so comparing all four together, Ruby mentioned that she like where she is right now is the pinnacle of her wrestling career. Mm -hmm. And that Adam Cole is, is here. He in, in his stance is big. It's, it comes from a place of like, not bitterness, but there's like, definitely want to stick it to WWE. Oh, is Mark. Mark looks like he's tuckering out. Oh, Mark, how we doing? (laughs) He just uncorked well, a big I, ass yawn. I was just, I was just thinking about uh, when I I told BBJ that I got my peaches down in Georgia. So good, such oh, sweet good. peaches. Good, that's a good story, Mark. Roots told me they were from. I'm I'm glad you told. The vendor at Roots said they came directly from Georgia. So why would I? I wouldn't. I have no reason to not believe. You should. You should. The Roots country market better tell me. Mark, no, how many concerts did you go to this past week? Brian, why do you keep doing this? I'm just curious. Just yeah. answer this, this is a well, serious glad, question. I'm glad you asked. No, I'm not did asking. You know I'm not asking details. How many night? concerts did you go to? Oh, there was uh, there was made the number. Mark, Mark we're the number. We're oh, the number. You're not. You're talking concert, not artist. Um, no concerts. There's. There. How many wrestling shows did you watch this past week? From start to finish? Across the tip. Me- measure it in pizza slices for me. None. None. <laughs> None. At least he's honest, man. That's all we can ask for. I have to come here live. Like I watched a ton of wrestling. I think spend I, more hours at a concert or more hours watching wrestling. He's an intern. How do we expect? Oh, why are we expecting him yeah, to have more, such a high standard? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. There's more, more hours at the concert. So, <laughs> at the concert for sure. You want to go to hospital this weekend, Ryan? What is wrong with you? Man, to the I'll point I'm trying Austin's to make. Yeah, Mark, Mark, let's. Yes, I wouldn't mind going. I'd like to give the one in Hummelstown another try. Good. Good. Uh, report on that on the Patreon. Uh, Tim, you were trying to say. Brian Danielson, his point was, I love the WWE. And yet I still left. It doesn't come from a place of sour grapes. It doesn't come from, come from a place of they screwed me. It doesn't come from a place where I was sick, that I couldn't get better, that I I didn't get to do pro wrestling like i love the wwe and in spite of how much i loved my time there 
I'm still choosing to leave because mm-hmm. everyone is saying how great this place is and I want to see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is going to, that's going to do more than an Adam Cole or a CM Punk or anyone else. I mean, uh, Cole said something, I mean, along the lines of this, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't really anything. There wasn't any like negative feeling towards wwe but he knew the environment you know he knew the environment in the scrum or on the mic in the scrum the scrum yeah. he was very much like the twitch made a lot meant a lot to me right sure like that was his right. and i just didn't want to give that up because i feel like i was really touching people which and really is what pro wrestling should be about right yeah i mean that the, yeah, the 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 the, the Twitch. Thing, I mean, we've talked about that. It's it's such a weird, it's such a weird hard stance that the WWE is taking for whatever reason. I mean, it. it um, but my point to, to why I feel like Daniel Bryan, at least right now, and I mean that does play into it. But I mean, you're 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 looking at the guy who's the the biggest moment or whatever of it of like the network era since since the network launch when when you're watching more pay-per-views than you used to generally speaking then the the yes movement and daniel bryan at the end of wrestlemania 30 to me is arguably the best moment of the last seven and a half years of wwe um there's been other great moments but to me that whole that 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 time from that SummerSlam to that WrestleMania and and the crowning moment of that, um, I think is is tops. So that guy and a guy who was literally just in the main event of night two of WrestleMania, what six months ago, hadn't been seen since, and the next time you see him. In a wrestling company, he's over there. Th- that's, you know, like, and I'm not, that doesn't take anything away from Adam Cole. And that doesn't take anything away from NXT. But NXT TakeOver isn't WrestleMania. Like, you can main event every TakeOver. It's, it's, not, it's not the main event of WrestleMania. Like that that to me is bigger. To me, that is that is something bigger right now. Now, like I said, Cole may very well likely go on to have a bigger um career in AEW in terms of titles, things like that. But right now, to me, that's the one that hurts WWE more. I think Adam Cole is the the cooler one right now. The boom, he can bring his entire shtick, the Adam Cole baby, right on over to AEW. But Jim, I think to your point, on Monday, I believe it was during the Charlotte match, maybe Charlotte was talking, um, the WWE crowd broke into a yes chant, and now all of a sudden, that's the AEW guys gimmick. Right. That's now no longer a WWE thing. That is Brian Danielson in AEW and his shtick. Yeah. That now no longer, I mean, will continue to happen. No different if Austin left and the what's 
But every time you hear that, yes, 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 somewhere in the back of your head, you're going to go, AEW. Yeah. Mike says, Cole leaving also sucks because he was such an awesome party of what up, up, down, down with Wood Cesaro and Tyler Breeze. Yeah. I mean, it's. And that's the part. That's the part that I hate the most about it. And up, up, down, down is a WWE thing, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, what is the chances that Forbidden Door could be swung open? And I hate saying that, but we saw Jericho on Austin's thing. Is there not a reason that that still couldn't happen occasionally? There isn't. If the WWE gets out of their own way. Exactly. I think I was going to say, Vince would have to sell the company or die, I think. I think Vince's pettiness holds that back from happening. Is it even Vince? Like, is it, is it Vince? Is it uh, the other con? <laughs> like, you know what? Like, is, like is that a business decision that Vince is even making right now? Or do you think it's more who than it's, it's Doctor Con from Salute Your Shorts? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I, I, I don't know. I mean, it obviously could be Vince. I mean, Vince is Vince. Um, let's, when are we bringing in this Mick Foley thing? Cause that plays into everything that we're talking about. And then some, um, Is that... we'll get to, we'll get to, cause we're, we're coming up near the break. So let's do like this part of it. We'll hit the break and then we'll, we'll get into like AEW's rise or whatever. And once we get through wrestler of the week, all right, let's, but I threw out cause I almost forgot to do one was the question of the week. <laughs> the three count. Question of the week. Um, but what was your favorite match from this past Sunday? AEW All Out. Um, mine, fairly easily. It's the A+. It's the match of the year. Um, it is the Lucha Bros defeating the Young Schmucks in the uh, in the Steel Cage. New tag champions. Anybody want to go next? My favorite match is with Alicia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was the same, the uh, the tag match. Yeah, absolutely, the tag match. Um, What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Who? Um, I would have to say my favorite match was the opener of okay. Miro and Eddie Kingston. Okay. Man. What a great story. Such a great match. Not going to be remembered for how good it was because of how, of everything else that, that came across with that event. Sure. Intern Mark, how about you? Uh, tag match with the uh, the uh, the Young Doe's and uh, the Lucha Boys. <laughs> they were in that solid, solid or solid steel cage. A salad. Definitely salad. Salad. 15 feet high. Salad steel. The um, rain lettuce was everywhere. Devin says uh, Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks in the solid. He says solid steel cage. Yeah, it was good. I'm pretty sure it was salad. Oh, solid. Salad. Definitely salad. salad. It's all right, Devin. It's all right. We won't hold it against you, bud. Um, Devin makes mistakes. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, why don't we pause here? We'll go. Uh, we'll hear from our networks, and then we will come back. Uh, we'll keep kind of rolling on this similar theme. 
Um, yeah, stick with us. Three Count Thursday Live. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com, where you can get awesome analysis on all things sports. Or check out our podcast on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, subscribe to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports, and like us on Facebook, NGSC Sports. We never stop. Are you looking for a place to listen to your favorite music and sports? Look no further. WLSN, the Lieb Sports and Music Network, is a web-based music and sports network. Our network was created to provide authentic, high-energy entertainment through live streaming to a national audience. We play popular music while hosting podcasts from all over the world. Curious? Check us out on the web at LiebSports.com. That's L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Or find us on the TuneIn Radio app. Got Alexa? Just say, Alexa, play WLSN on TuneIn. WLSN is America's number one blog-themed sports and music network. Welcome back, Three Count Thursday. We are live Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. Make sure if you are with us live, give it a like and a share wherever you're watching us. So people can get in here and react with us. You can react, react with us live and uh, as the night goes on. 7-7 seven, seven in the uh, NFL game. I don't think I can say much more. I feel like the NFL has their uh, copyright hounds everywhere. Oh, yeah all over us so uh there's two teams playing there's team wearing white jerseys team wearing blue jerseys and uh they are both tied at seven i think i think we're safe there then um i mean matt you kind of you kind of alluded to it and, and said it yourself like the the wrestler of the week standings are, are kind of going along with the similar theme of the of the week so let's jump right into those since john moxley cesaro Week number 22 of the uh, Wrestler of the Week. Is there anyone that wants to uh, kick us off this week? I think they're all going to be very similar. Uh, Lucha Bros, number one. Tag team champions. They beat the uh, the Young Bucks. Uh, maybe match of the year. Maybe. We don't know. Number two, Adam Cole. What a surprise debut. Loved it. I was definitely expecting... Um, Bay, Brian Bay. Danielson, but uh, you know that was the moment that like I really felt a rush. I felt the smile on my face. It was a really cool moment. And number three, the destination is known. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. Number three on my list. There you Can't go. get that song out of my head. It's it is uh, it is an earworm, I believe, is what sing they call it. Ruby. Damn you, rancid! Go ahead and sing it. 
Um, intern Mark, why don't you go next? All right. Well, for uh, should I start at one or three? How, however, however you want to do it, Mark. Okay, I'm at number one. I have the, the Lucha Brothers, the New AEW Tag Team Champions, boys and girls. Then we have uh, John Moxley. He beat that Zack Ryder for that game changer title. That was exciting. And then I put down the Ruby Riot. Her. That was her name back in WWF. She's Ruby Soho now. Where the big girls play. Her. That's a fact. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Her. Sauce it. But it was an AEW theme for me. Yeah. Sauce it. Uh, it Matt. Good. I like it. I like it a lot. Matt, you want to go? Sure, I'll follow that up. Um, so I had John Moxley at Good number luck. one. I did think the Lucha Bros match was better, but John Moxley, I think, had the bigger week uh, in regards to his title win at GCW as well as his win um, at All Out and the, the feud that we have coming up. The overall best week goes to Moxley. Number two, the Lucha Bros finally taking down the Young Bucks. Didn't know if they would have it in them or not, but it all worked out well. And then... <laughs> that was a big swig of something there, Mark. I, I thought it was like a Jack Daniels I it bottle. Was like a handle of like Johnny Walker. <laughs> it's just iced tea. Number three, Ruby Soho, the debut and the uh, the winning of the the event to get the number one contendership. It was a toss up between her and Britt Baker, but I leaned towards the the moment as well as the win. There you go. I'll go ahead with mine. I'll start. And at of course, John Moxley. What you said that GCW show with the hell up. God damn it! I did it again. <laughs> yeah, no. God damn it! Nope, nope. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Um, my number three. Um, like I said, if we're we're, we're talking moments, I know he, he didn't have a match, but um, Brian Danielson uh, showing up when you know we we thought we done got swerved, uh, but we didn't anyway. Um making a huge impact there number two john moxley um you know two big wins actually three big wins and one last night as well uh and then um number one i mean you finally end the reign of the young bucks i'm having a hard time not putting you at number one so the lucha bros are my number one hey tim you want to read mics sure i'd love to read mics <laughs> so mike has uh in a three-win weekend, uh, picking up a victory for the GCW world title over Matt Cardona at an event that had an, a, a match that looked very similar to War Games. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at a guy's broken. It's no War, War, games. Games. War Games! War Games! War Games! I saw a screenshot. It almost made me throw up. A guy for the Buccaneers. Uh, broke his arm, and there's a still shot where you can literally see the the elbow bone coming through the skin. I don't like it. Oh, I don't uh, like that. But then Moxley beating up <laughs> Moxley beating up Bread Dad, and then beating up Murder Grandpa <laughs> in AEW is very awesome. Uh, with Satoshi Kojima and Minoru Suzuki uh, at number two. Uh, what more can be said about the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix, Pentel, Saro M? 
winning the AEW World Tag Team titles. And then Ruby Soho, a two-win week for her. Um, big debut in the Casino Battle Royale and then picking up a victory over Jamie Hayter. Hater. Her. Her. Um, where is... Need mustard back in stock. Where... <laughs> Where does that leave us for the week, Tim? So for the week, uh, the Lucha Bros stand atop the standings for week number 22 uh, with a very good mix of first and second place votes across the board. On the other side of that coin, John Moxley standing at second. Um, and then third Ruby Soho and fourth Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Old Bay. Which takes us to the Hold on. Before we get to the t- Mike asked how close were his picks to what yours would have been. So I actually did make picks. I just forgot that I didn't have picks this week. <laughs> um I, Mike, I had- you could have put any you could have put Duke the dumpster drozy and you <laughs> gave him real solid picks which yeah. i appreciate thank you, you. real yeah. solid real solid you um, put duke number five he's making the list at the end of the year you put him as your number one you Adam mom it's a choice <laughs> chronic the tag team <laughs> stupid idiot <laughs> we both just knew chronic was coming it was coming um so my picks is actually very much the same, except I had the Lucha Bros at one, Mox at two, and Ruby Soho at three. All right. Now, Tim, you've you've worked with Ruby, correct? Before? No, I've not. You have not. Oh, okay. I thought you have. No. She's I've only been a mere fan. Did not know that. Mike says he's a man of honor. Tim and I have already shared the code of honor handshake. That's right. Code of honor. Well, that's bullshit. So for the year, I'll tell you this. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm, no, I don't even want to say it. Nope. I'm, I don't <laughs> want to speak movie. it to existence. There we go. Okay. I'm going to swallow that back down. So, oh, Jesus Christ. For the wrestler of the year standings, we're now at a top 10. And worming his way into the top 10, tied for sixth with Bianca Belair, carrying Cross, Camille is that uh, Cincinnati boy, John Moxley. Uh, at 17 points other than that everything else stays the same while uh the pw insider or pw illustrated uh has kenny omega above roman reigns for some ungodly reason uh roman reigns still sits atop our wrestler of the year standings um with christian cage rounding out the top 10 there we go well I will name Kenny Omega as my wrestler of the week for the rest of the year. <laughs> At that point. Since John Moxley, Cesaro, way before Gargano, there was Savage and Roddy and Saturdays on NBC. These five guys on Facebook are gonna take a hard look. Recount Thursday brings to you the wrestler, wrestler, wrestler of the week. <laughs> I love that, Marks. This audio is clearly delayed. <laughs> he was lip syncing <laughs> three notes behind. <laughs> um. Okay, so 
Ryan and I, we when we were watching the pay per view, we were kind of <laughs> we were kind of having a discussion. Um, that I thought you were going to say how we were kind of spooning. No, no. <laughs> These are the types of things you're not supposed to reveal on the podcast. Oh, um, we already do. Ain't no fucking couch holding that much weight. <laughs> that's that's the fucking truth. The floor is lucky <laughs> enough to hold that much weight. Um, but it's you know, wasn't one. <laughs> um, I had kind of said, and this was before Adam Cole debuted, baby. Um, that, and and it's not it's not exactly the same way, but Punk and Brian kind of had a had a feel of almost like the like Hall and Nash like going to 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 uh WCW. Like yes, it's different cuz they weren't like I mean Brian just wasn't a couple months ago, but you know, Punk hasn't been in the WWE for for 7 years, but like it it did kind of have that that feel to it of, you know, the, these two big recognizable faces that have um you know, gone to, to this different company. And, but it was like, you know, who's like, who would be like when we're talking about like the NWO and what really kind of turned the tide, um, like who was the third man? And then Adam Cole debuts. And like, I think we both looked at each other and was like, there's your third man. Um, so, and, and Ryan, there was something that you were kind of talking about that I was like, let's, let's kind of halt, hold this for the hold this for the podcast like what what exactly if if, if you remember because it's been a long few days um like what exactly was was your what you were talking about yeah um what i was talking about is i didn't understand how papa john's can smell a small sell a small pizza and just fold it in half and call <laughs> it a goddamn papadilla well, because that's you know it's it's like a quesadilla, but it's 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 Papa John's pizza. I don't I don't really know what I was I don't I don't remember. It was something about the nostalgia piece of it. I believe was, and, was that what it was? Well, How, and, and I think you AEW clearly has the hot hand clearly, and I think it goes to what yes. Mick Foley was saying. Um, but AEW I think wins at every turn. Here we have AEW that can bring in um, somebody like Adam Cole. Mm-hmm with his Adam Cole gimmick and bring him and slide him right in. You can have somebody with a slight modification to his name, Brian Danielson, who, which he wrestled for or as it in ring of honor and prior to the WWE. Sure. Um, you can bring in all of these talents that have that independent ring of honor name that you're familiar with. They bring them in as that name, whether they went through the WWE or not. So they have this name recognition that you're used to. The Viking Raiders, if they leave and go to AEW, they're going over as War Machine. You know them. God damn it. Hinga dinga Durgan. <laughs> um, I, I barely remember what the fuck we talked about on Sunday, and you're giving sound effects for me. Oh, I feel like I'm rambling. People say shit in the middle of. Man, yours. nobody asked you. <laughs> um, it's um, fucking you, worse. It was. It was something. Something kind of along the lines of like you. You was had mentioned close. You had specifically mentioned AEW capturing the key demo. Oh yeah, these are guys that we all watched when we were in the dust seven years ago. That that's us. That's our generation of wrestling fans. So to see CM Punk back, something I never thought we would see. 
I'm tuning in. I have a guy at work, we'll call him Lamps, who doesn't watch wrestling at all, but bought the pay-per-view because CM Punk is back. Lance or Lamps? Lamps, Like lights. Uh, Lamps. Lamps. I thought we only had one. Lamps. Okay. We only had one. We only had one. Um, He's a bright But here's a guy who just because he's heard of a name, CM Punk, a name that he seven years ago, ten years ago, remembers watching wrestling and hearing, oh, I like that CM Punk guy. He was the voice of the voiceless. He was like somebody I could believe in back. I'm going to tune in $50 out of his hands like that because you know, of that name that recognition. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I have seen... I have seen tweets from people that that have said, you know, I haven't watched wrestling since CM Punk left WWE. Um, you know, like there are people that said, you know, I haven't, I fell out of love of wrestling over the last couple of years because it just hasn't been exciting to watch. Um, I I started watching AEW when Punk debuted, and I'm I'm bought into it. Like I don't fully believe that. Or the day after CM Punk left, I stopped watching the WWE. Uh, that say you aged out of it a little bit. That's fine. Well, and and, and maybe it wasn't boring. Maybe it wasn't. Having... Maybe it wasn't like oh, I heard CM Punk didn't show up to Raw tonight, so I'm not watching. But like you know, not long after that, when you kind of you know, if you heard the podcast, like because if you were a Punk fan, you you heard the podcast, you heard his. Uh, about his like lawsuits against the WWE and things like that, and you went. There's probably some people who are like, "Why am I going to support this fucking company if they're going to treat people like that?" So there, there probably was some people that, yeah, I, I highly doubt it was like, "Oh, Punk didn't show up to Raw tonight." Done. Um, like, but there are probably people who, in the last seven and a half years, have fallen out of it, and that may have been kind of a catalyst for. Um, the beginning of a, of a change for people. Um, but I'd say probably more so in the last couple of years, like as the WWE product has um, done what the WWE product has done, uh, you know, that they just go, you know, th- th- maybe this just isn't for me. I mean, we've talked about those sort of things. So like if AEW brings in uh, CM Punk and, and like Sting is there and – you know, now Brian Danielson is there, and you now you have Adam Cole going back. Like it, it's it there there is an excitement to but it. You also have the wrestling where it's okay to say shit on TV and give the middle finger on TV, and it's a slightly more edgy product mm-hmm. than what the WWE has become. Oh, I do kind of remember this. This has a bit of, and I'm not saying it's the attitude era, but it has a bit of attitude the way it is being presented. That right now, Raw and SmackDown doesn't have. Right. Like, except on Raw. Because Charlotte seemed a little bit more, she was crotch chopping and said, like, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. That, that seems very new. That Nia Jax, Charlotte Flair, whatever's going on there, if it's a work, if it's a shoot, if it's a work shoot, I don't know what's going on. But that was one of the most, like, last week it got a lot of attention. This week it was one of the most. It was maybe the most interesting part of Raw because I didn't know what the fuck I was watching. Um, Do you think we're going to get a Charlotte Eat It shirt? I mean, probably not. No, probably not. <laughs> probably okay, I, I not. So. Um, but I guess uh, crazier things have happened, I suppose. 
Um, had some pretty bad shirts from the women's division in the past. There's, I mean, no there's been a lot. You know, there's been a lot of bad shirts on WWE side. There's also a lot of bad shirts on shop.aew slash prowrestlingtees.com. There's a lot of bad shirts. There is no bad shirts. You just had to throw that one. There's a lot of great ones on there, too. Don't get me wrong. But, like, there's just bad wrestling shirts going around, except on tpublic.com slash users slash three count Thursday. That's what where, I don't like about the AEW shirts and pro wrestling tees is just the material they use. It's just so like, ugh. I don't even know the word to describe. It's like wearing sandpaper. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely like basic bitch t-shirts with like just like the the heaviest of uh, like the heaviest of printing. Um, yeah, and it it's, also takes they you. Use? They use like the scratchy Gildan shirts. Yeah. It also takes you like forty-seven weeks to uh, get the shirt after after printing, <laughs> after order. It's like like I get it, you know. They got a lot of orders going on, but like it takes a while. Tim, you I mean, or Matt, you just ordered from Teespring, though, right? I did. Yes. When was it Sunday? And they've T-Public. already shipped out. You mean tpublic.com slash user slash three count Thursday? Yeah, I placed the order on Sunday, and I got the email that it would shipped on Tuesday. So. That's quick. That's awesome. Also, Very. I don't know if I told you this, but I spent maybe an hour looking for our store on Teespring and could not find it. <laughs> uh, finally went back in the group chat and I was like, that's it. I just uh, was not proud of myself. Mark, you, you were able to place an order on tpublic.com, right? Well, <laughs> well, it didn't go so well. <laughs> Um, I tried several times. It worked great on my laptop. I don't know how you ordered, Matt. Laptop worked fine. I, I used my phone. It was fine. Okay. All right. See, I tried to use my phone. I'm, Mark, did I'm you, did you call the 1-800 now. number? Well, yeah, what were you using, Mark? His iPhone I 4. I a letter with a check. <laughs> <laughs> did you include the UPC symbols from the boxes of cereal? I did. I got a discount. Oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, I put it, like, I, I, I thought it, I put it on the, um, on the, uh, the, the, the rundown sheet, uh, for, for, like, the YouTube and stuff. And I said, like, AEW is, is kind of like, you know, and I, and I kind of tied it to the, 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 the outsiders and the third man, like, AEW right now has a WW or WCW feel to it, but I mean that in like the best way possible. Like when when WCW was on that like that rise, like at, at the start of the war, and I'm not implying that there's like a war thing, like because like you know I I don't think that's necessarily the case. But like when it when WCW was on that rise, it's like holy shit, I need to I need to watch over here. I need to I need to watch and what's going on over here, like that's what it feels like with AEW, like I the, like in the last week in our wrestling week, like starting Thursday running through Wednesday, there's one wrestling show that I watched from from start to finish, and that was AEW Dynamite, and it, to me it's been that way for for weeks now, like I'm still in for like I, I like I'm still I have Raw on the TV I'm not really like I don't pay attention to it like. I, I have to watch this. Like, I, like it's on, but I'm not you don't like have to though. 
Like, you don't have to. But, like, it's on the TV, but I'm doing other things. Like, if I have to go downstairs and do laundry, I don't care. Um, if I'm working on something podcast-related, I'm not necessarily paying attention to it. Dynamite, I'm paying attention to. SmackDown, I'll watch sometimes. If I don't, I catch the, the Hulu or the YouTube clips. I have I I haven't watched NXT since Takeover because now I will watch it this coming week with the with the new NXT debuting, but like Dynamite, it, Dynamite is the show that gets my full attention, and it, it, like it, 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 because they've given me they they've they've told me this is you need to pay attention, this show's important. There's not like. The, the, Raw's not doing that. NXT hasn't done that in a couple weeks. Like it, it, it's it, it's AEW. I mean, SmackDown's got like SmackDown's got Roman. I mean, but but AEW's the show. I want to see what's happening there. Twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one are fucking nuts. That's all I got. <laughs> Wild times. I mean, it almost feels car crash TV that you don't want to miss something. You don't want to look away. You don't want to miss it because you don't know what's going to happen. And you didn't know what was going to happen on Raw. But what happened on Raw ultimately has not a ton of bearing in the scheme of professional wrestling other than Bob Lashley now gets a tag team shot. Bob! 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 Bob. And, And they broke up the match. They bookend the show, and I get there. With I didn't the necessarily hate that. I feel like that defeats the purpose of the whole turmoil match. You draw number one, it's unlucky you got to run the gauntlet. It's kind of the shit thing about being number one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, it didn't really matter. At the, there he is. <laughs> Bobby! Bobby! The, the one thing I would change about the naming convention of punk and Danielson being Hall and Nash and Cole being the third man is I don't think that is the analogy that needs to be played here. Okay. The analogy is punk and Danielson are Hulk and Randy Savage coming over from the wwf which makes adam cole lex luger first nitro everybody thought he was under contract with the wwf he walks out on wcw television and they like why is he here he's not supposed to be here hall and nash and the nwo are yet to come okay Who's going to be the next people who jump ship? And there's a name that's floating around now. There's a whole bunch of rumors going around about a person's contract who signed a five-year deal four and a half years ago. And come January 2022, there might be a person who just changed their Twitter nickname from first name, last name to just first name. And he might have tweeted something with coordinates that point to a national landmark somewhere in in North or South Dakota with four people's heads on it. And if he comes 
That's your third time saying the word come in like a minute. I'm counting. I'm keeping track of it. There's way too much third come. What do you want me to say? I don't know. Why am I coming? I'm just. What do you want me to say? I have I have a come counter over here. (laughs) (laughs) You are at three. Well, keep going. I can't help it. No wonder Mrs. No wonder Mrs. Tim's always smiling. And so we I think that is the more fair analogy that okay that's Hogan and Savage and Luger with more to come there's still there's still the comparison is still there it's the demographic the fans of Hulk and Randy they go and leave and go to WCW. WCW starts trending upwards. WCW operates out of the red. Mm-hmm. They make their first dollar. After that, they 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 progress forward. To to say though this isn't like seismic, I, I did research on. I, I did some. I don't want to say. I did research like some other people do research nowadays in 2021. <laughs> I opened up Google and I typed in something and I pulled up an article and it kind of makes sense. So I'm going to read part of it. It's it's from whatculture.com about all out 2021. It's expected to break quote all pay-per-view records. Um, someone had tweeted at Dave Meltzer how many buys it all outdo? Meltzer reports, quote, awaiting a concise number, but definitely more than any non-WWE pay-per-view in 22 years and four months. So, like, but I don't think there's any mystery to AEW is bigger than Impact slash TNA or Ring of Honor or any of that. Like, like, I don't think 20, that's a mystery. 22 years goes into WCW territory. Oh, so it did better than greed when the company was dying. Like, like how far back into the oh, end of W? W, Jim. Like, how, 22 like... years, four months. <laughs> that would have been May 2000. When did WCW officially die? March 20, March 2001. So it'd be greed and new blood rising. <laughs> like, like. And skin. <laughs> I, and I'm not. I'm not denying that it's an. That's in. It's impressive. It is impressive. But like, but. That, no. But like, <laughs> that's such a weird way to put it. It is. It is a weird way to put it. Like, yes, AEW is undeniably the biggest company besides the WWE since WCW wasn't bigger than WWE. That that's not news, Dave. Like. Right, but then like, but it's play... not fake either, though, Jim. It's not. I'm not like, denying that. Is that. A legitimate statistic. That it is. is a it is stat. a legitimate statistic. To play devil's advocate, like, I know that you don't mean it to come off like this, but it's almost sounding like AEW pulling the biggest non pay per view, non WWE pay per view in 22 years isn't a big deal yeah that's not what i'm saying at all it is a big deal it it comes i can see where it can come off like that because you keep mentioning like 
oh, well, of course it's bigger than Impact or the dying days of WCW. And, and you he, and you list reasons why it should instead of saying, hey, this is cool. No, it is. It is. It is fantastic. It is cool. And like I've been saying, I like I watch AEW more loyally probably right now than I watch the WWE. But like, did you know NWA is putting on pay per view? <laughs> but like saying that three hundred five NWA world champion. But like, but like saying. Like my grass is greener in July than it is in the months November, December, and January. Like, isn't news either? Like, isn't surprising news either? Like, like, is it impressive if my grass is green in July? Sure, I didn't kill it, but like, you know. And I know I'm being like I'm being like overly uh, uh, obtuse or whatever. Like, it, like I'm, I'm. It's it is impressive, and it is something that AEW should 100 percent be proud of. And I think it's only going to get bigger. Like, you know, I I know that I think I saw today that AEW Dynamite this week had a higher demo number than Monday Night Raw. Like, I I, I still don't, and and maybe I don't understand the the the, the TV ratings business, but I, I I don't know if that is a is like necessarily a fair comparison because they're on different nights, but in terms of raw number, it was higher, a higher demo number for dynamite than raw this week. That is also significant. Like that's also great for AEW. Like, I mean, the demo number is strictly targeting Jesus those. Christ, the Cowboys correct? kicker is fucking awful. Sorry. What was that? The Cowboys kicker is fucking terrible. You know what? It happens, Jim. It does. And now the NFL is going to shut us down. Probably. I did say the Cowboys. Uh, Devin said, if a certain person goes to AEW, I think we're referring to Kevin Steen. He may not be watching WWE as much as he normally would. I mean, how often is Kevin Steen on WWE? I've never I've... seen Kevin Steen on on WWE. That's a great point, Matt. Uh, Mike says, side question. We talked about the four signings of the last few weeks. Has the signing of Malachi Black seemed kind of minor league? Um, I wouldn't say minor league, but like... And I don't even want to necessarily say that like Malachi's been like feels forgotten because now he's getting his uh, big rematch with Cody coming up at Arthur Ashe, but like the you know the you know Malachi Black went from being either like opening or closing the shows to you know now it was Punk opened and why why did Tim go disappear um, and and like you know Brian closed this week so like I the I, I said like the 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 thing I'm, I find the most one of the most interesting things with the 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 people who have been recently signed, the people who are rumored to have signed, and you know we're coming up on that near three year mark to the original AEW contracts. Who's going to resign? Who's not going to resign? Um, and things like that, like. The most, one of the more, the very interesting things over the next, you know, six to 10 months or whatever or beyond is how all of these parts are going to fit in and, and how they're all going to be used and used quote unquote properly. Like, I'm very intrigued to see how they handle a roster with ever growing stars, like big stars. So, um, 
I wouldn't necessarily say it's it, it's pushed the Malachi Black signing in the the background, but um, I I would certainly say that this makes the roster and roster management much more interesting. I don't think you can compare anybody signing to CM Punk. It was seven years in the making. No. Um, Mariachi Black and Ruby Soho were both released from their contract. Brian Danielson, Adam Cole's contracts expire, so there's some slight differences there. Um, they weren't actually released. Um, you know, Mariachi Black was like right in the middle of a push coming back on SmackDown. It was very bizarre when he left. Um, he wasn't at the height of his powers. So I don't know. It's 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 hard to say. I think it's still a important part of the equation, but I don't think he fits into the outsiders talk. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think Tim hit the the nail on the head, you know, calling each player who they were and then saying the NWO is still coming. Yeah. <laughs> in the future. I think you're absolutely right. The problem is we saw what happened when the NWO got too big. Do we have to worry about that with the elite? No. Because if Cody is any sort of, well, let me, let me put it this way. The mindset from 1996, 97 and the mindset of 2021 feels a little different. When Hogan goes to WCW, he's trying to prove that he's still on top. When Savage leaves and goes to WCW, he's trying to prove that he can still wrestle. When Luger goes, Luger's a top star. Luger, Luger's an established like, current day. Think about it. Luger was the winner of the Royal Rumble. You could say he main evented WrestleMania 10. Double main event, the, the concept. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Yes. So you have that comparison. Now, though, I don't think Punk is clamoring for a spot. Punk is here to make things different and, like, give back. And Brian Danielson, to a certain degree, I feel like he's here because he just wants to wrestle people that he never thought he was going to be able to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Adam Do you Cole, think there's any bit of Punk? That wants to stick it to the WWE. I see. CM Not that he'll ever right say now. it. CM Punk is in his Shawn Michaels found Jesus era of his career. <laughs> okay. Shawn breaks his back, comes back. He's found Christ. He's not about being the top guy. He's just here. I'm here to have friend. I'm here to have good matches and hang out with my friends. And that's it. Punk's way too hum Punk's super humble right now. He's he's making amends for the stuff that he did seven years ago where he took wrestling too seriously, okay. kind of like Shawn Michaels did. And I think now he's just like I fall I'm 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 in love with wrestling again and I want to be at the place where, you know, I can have the most fun doing it. Yeah, and I mean I I would think I I almost think that um like 
Punk just being there and the attention that it's drawn and the buzz around the company and like I I don't necessarily think like I don't think Brian is in AEW because Punk is there and I don't think Cole is in AEW because Punk is there and I don't think if Wyndham Rotunda comes to AEW which I don't know that he is for sure but if he does like I don't think those guys are are necessarily going to AEW because Punk is there but the the more names that come to AEW um and the more that are like WWE defectors like the guys and and this is where we'll start to blend towards the um Mick Foley's comments the more people that go from WWE to AEW like it's not necessarily because Punk is there but the fact that it's the fact that it's happening like that is in a way kind of sticking it to WWE don't you think like th- like so Punk whether he's there to stick it to WWE or wants to or not it it's happening anyhow so like you know, that's a good point. You know, I, I don't think he necess- he doesn't necessarily have to stick it to WWE. Like, I don't think he was ever going there. Like, I know he made a comment in an interview that you know he had discussions or so- something along those lines, but like the WWE was like playing games with him, like um, in, in in terms of of signing him or or what have you. And I'm like, I don't think Punk, even if he had any discussions was ever going back to WWE. I don't I don't believe that for one second. I think if he was returning to wrestling it was going to be AEW or, no, or nowhere. I don't th- I don't I, I truly don't th- and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I maybe I'm reading that reading that wrong, but I don't think he was ever had any intention on returning to put, WWE. And I, I don't put, blame him. Put yourself in his shoes. Yeah, I don't blame him. If the book was open and hey, I'll have a conversation and the moment you feel like you're getting dicked around, I don't need it. I don't. Fine. Like here's the Close deal. Close the book. Like here's the deal. If if a company if a company made me feel like shit. If a place of employment made me feel like shit and there was a point in my life where I went, "Wow. That place made like really made me feel like shit and really brought me down like i don't think there's a i don't think there's a price that you could put on me like like put on it that would make me go back to that place because it's not a especially for somebody like cm punk cm punk doesn't need money from wwe like WWE could say, "Here's a blank check. Put a number on it." That's not going to get him there. It's not about like I, he doesn't need the money. I think he's 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 doing just fine. So like, if, if a company is is that bad and is going to make you feel that bad, why would you go back there? Like, I don't think he was ever going to go back there. I certainly don't blame him. And like J- like Jason says, like Jim, J- you're flirting with strike one. Jason says. They're they're in AW because of the money, and so what if they are? Like, isn't isn't that what motivates a lot of people? Except they 
aren't. Well, I or I, I don't think that they necessarily are. But what if they are? What if what if some of the people in a, that it, have gone to AEW only do it because of money? Isn't that part of the reason that WWE was able to scoop up a lot of the indie talent over the last five years? Because they were they were going to pay them more than they were also. And I think this is a, a good segue to the Mick Foley thing. Um, for the past twenty years, we've gotten to know a ton of independent wrestlers, and a lot of them, their aspirations are get to the pinnacle of professional wrestling, which was only the WWE. That right. was your choice. If I want to make it in my field, I want to get to the WWE. Three years ago, or however long ago, AEW that that changed. AEW is now a factor. And young independent talent, old independent talent, can now change their goal and say, I want to wrestle on television for AEW. Yeah. All right, let's... That wasn't an option 15 years ago. No, it certainly wasn't. All right, let's... I have the video. This is from Mick Foley's um, Facebook page. So let, let, let's go to that. We'll, we'll get his, his comments here. Hello, this is hardcore legend Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE, We've Got a Problem, because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines, but part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Karrion Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, if I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me uh, back in the day. That was a different time, different place. If it was today, I'm not sure I would trust the powers to be uh, with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. Um, I, I fail to Mark see. <laughs> Mark's out. Most people would have thought that, that would have been me that, that would have to Mark. That really spoke to him. Mark, he's making a change. <laughs> Most people would have figured it was me that would have left during that. Um, but like, show, how well said was that? Show me the lie. Yeah, you know, I I think Mick has a tremendous point. And do I think there are still there are certainly still some people who WWE is their main goal. But I think you know, and if you know, I, 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 I we come back to it, and the episode this week is titled it. Um, I think a lot of people got worked up by worked up by Roman in what he said, but like that needle has moved. Like I, 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 I it's it's you know, I, I think there are a lot a lot of talents, and Mark's back, eh, maybe. Um, <laughs> what is what's going on? Good lord. Um but yeah, I mean I, I I couldn't have put it better than Mick Foley and he's somebody who you know, he's he's been he's been in that locker room and he's been in that backstage even in recent years for appearances. 
Like, these are the sort of things that should be alarming. Yeah, it's it's not like Mick's like a constant critic of the company. He champions for the company often in Mm -hmm. any chance he gets. You know, I mean, we saw him, three of us anyway, at the stand-up show, and a a lot of his stories were just kind of praising the the company that he worked for for so long. So it's not like he's kind of one of the bitter former talents that's going to say something like this. I think Mick is always going to speak with the best interests of the company at heart. So I think that's why I think it, it shocked people so much because you don't see that. You don't see Mick being outspoken about WWE like that. You see him being outspoken about certain talents, uh, about certain social issues, but rarely about the actual company. So I think it, it holds a lot of weight here with what he has to say and, and hopefully it, it gets in front of the right ears, the right eyes, but who knows? Cause I've seen a lot of negative reaction about it and I don't think people are seeing the point of his statements. He's not trying to bash. He's trying to improve the situation as best as he can. You know, I think Mick is one of the more, more honest voices on, on social, like he'll call it like it is, whether, you know, whether it's, I mean, he called out AEW for the booking of their women's division. Like he's not, He's not like fanboying for one company over the next. He's giving his honest opinion as somebody who's given literally his life and body to this business. Uh, Jason says, when Mark's screen goes blank again, hopefully there's a surprise debut when it comes back up. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ryan, Tim, Mark, any any thoughts on on uh, what, what Mick had to say? Is there anybody better than Mick Foley, though, to have this opinion? Here we have a guy his entire career known as Cactus Jack and gets implemented into the WWE system and becomes mankind with the brown and the mouse or the rat and the mask. He trusted that enough to say my career as Cactus Jack only got me so far. I trust the WWE to do the right thing with me and this this mankind gimmick. Ultimately, going far enough to incorporate his original gimmick as Cactus Jack in his WWE run. There's not many people that I can think of that have had that great of a success knowing as somebody else outside of the WWE going to the WWE and having more success as this new gimmick. So Mick Foley has the absolute right to say, hey, I gave my trust to them. Today, I might not. Today, if you... they pitched the mankind gimmick to him today. Would he say yes? Or would he say, I know I can go to AEW where they'll let me be Cactus Jack that's established and well-known. And I can have a hell of a career as Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. Bay, bay. The, the, the retort to that, though, is that Mick Foley was at the AEW before he went to WWF, he was in WCW. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And they misused him there. Well, not misused him, but he, okay, didn't, get his, that's he fair. didn't get as much out of where he was. Sure. So he had that other opportunity. Now, to kind of make the same point, though, had people 20 years ago or over the last 20 years since the buyout, if they had a legitimate second option, 
besides like Ring of Honor or Impact, would they have taken it? How many how many talents do we have we seen come through WWE in that time frame? Like a John Cena, a Randy Orton, a Batista, that 2002 class. That famous 2002-2003 class. How many of those don't go to WWE if there's another place? That's fair. And, and it's on the rise. Um, Tim, I think you stumbled onto a great question, and we might have to table this, but uh, Sinclair's a very wealthy company. Could Sinclair have thrown the money at Ring of Honor the way the cons are doing AEW and made a legitimate second brand to challenge the WWE years ago? And I don't know how long, I guess, I don't know how long they have owned ROH. Yeah. I know Gabe was part of it. Feinstein was part of it. There was a whole bunch of other stuff. But when the buyout happened, they had the money. They probably could have made a, a solid run at it, <laughs> but chose to keep it what it was. And that's fine. I feel like that's... I the love di- Ring of Honor. I feel like that's the difference between... And I mean this... And, and you and I, Ryan, have talked about this off the air. Like Hamburgers? Well, yes, hamburgers. Um, but like when when Tony Khan gets out in front of a crowd with a microphone he just looks like the biggest mark in the room and he kind of is so like i feel like that's the difference and i'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing um but i mean the like, word mark is in money mark sure but like to me that's the difference between entertainment company that owns a wrestling brand versus billionaire that starts a wrestling company so like yeah, could Sinclair have done it? Sure. But are you really going to invest? I meant done it and be successful. I don't mean done it and challenge like Impact Challenge there for a little bit with the Hulk Hogan and money misspent. Sure. But like Sinclair's looking there like, look, we can we can do and we can have this Ring of Honor brand and it, it, it's going to bring some attention to us and it is what it is. Like, I, I don't think they were ever going to, like, shoot that shot and try to challenge the WWE. I think they knew, look, we're, we're probably not going to challenge the WWE. WWE's okay. the established brand. We're like, Tony Khan's like, fuck it. Let's uh, let's let's throw the money bags out there. Let's try and, Can't like... Can't be worse than the Jaguars. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you know, I, I, I think that that really is the big difference there is... is it's it's a it's a billionaire's like you know I, and I don't don't mean this how it's going to sound but I've heard people refer to it this way is like it's it's a billionaire's vanity project versus an entertainment company's wrestling brand I think that's the big difference and and it's paying off ex- probably like I don't know what Tony Khan and the EVPs when they were sitting at the start of AEW, like, I don't know what their three-year goal was because we're basically coming up on those three-year deals. Like, I don't know what their three-year plan was. But, like, do, like I, I don't know if they would have necessarily thought they would have been where they were at this point. And, and I said something after Sunday, after Sunday night's pay-per-view that, like, I think AEW's days of, of booking the collegiate arena are over or coming to an end. And then Tuesday, I think it was, they announced 
that in December they're coming to the new home of the New York Islanders, the brand new arena that's opening in New York. Now, it's 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 a big it's a big wrestling market in the Northeast, but like I think we're going to start seeing more of that. I mean, they sold out the United Center. You know, they're going they 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 if they haven't already, they're going to sell out Arthur Ashe. They're going to sell out that arena in New York. So like is the WWE running the week before them? Uh yes, at that arena. That'll be fun. You know, yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure there won't be uh ticket sale comparisons going on there. There was more bags of popcorn sold at the AEW show. <laughs> yes, Tim. So Sinclair purchased Ring of Honor May twenty first, two thousand eleven. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's been over 10 years since they purchased Ring of Honor. And that, so that kind of leads me to my answer for your question, but yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but was like, there was a point I was going to make. Oh, seeing Jason, a comment Jason made in in the chat. Um, you guys are acting like they're they're volunteering. We're talking about the the wrestlers coming over. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to come off like that. That guy was. That guy mm-hmm. volunteered. I mean, probably. Brian Danielson volunteered. In. In the day we were talking about with Hogan and Savage and Luger, the focal point of the wrestler is to make money because you have to think. And and I've had this conversation before, and I think I've had it here on the show. Everyone who wrestled for the most part in like the night in like the 80s and the 90s were a failed something. Failed, failed, failed athlete, right. failed, whatever. They're picking up bouncers. They're not, they're not, they may be wrestling fans, but are they actually wrestling fans? Where wrestlers now, guys like Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, grow up as wanting to be wrestlers. So what motivates, what motivated a wrestler in the 80s the money, the notoriety, the being the superstar, because they can see, they can see guys like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger be big time, big body guy movie stars. See where Hogan went. It was rock star without the rock. Correct. Yeah. Now it's about one the <laughs> the phrase the phrase that's being thrown around a lot is the art of wrestling, the art of professional wrestling, but also people nowadays would give up a portion of their salary to have the freedom to do other things that interest them other than their nine to five or wrestling. Cole loves his Twitch streams. He's the only person on WWE in the, in that contracted group that stayed on Twitch after the mandate of your money comes out of your downside guarantee. He stayed on Twitch. Mm-hmm. 
which is insane. <laughs> like, so Adam Cole wants to do stuff that he wants to do. He wants the freedom. Same thing with a CM Punk. He's still able to do his outside ventures with the UFC, doing commentary for stuff for for their developmental brand. There's plenty of wrestlers in AEW that that stream on Twitch or on YouTube. They have vlogs and stuff like that. And AEW incorporates what they what the what the people do outside of television into the the mainstream television. Whereas WWE's like, don't be anything else. Yeah, and I mean this notion of volunteering, like Okay, so if you work in, a, in any industry, I don't care what industry you work in, and there's m- multiple companies, but there's like two really big ones, and you have the opportunity to stay with a company that you work for, or there's another company who does basically the same thing that you do, and they're going to pay you a shitload more. And you know some people who work for that other company, and they're like, dude, this place, super fun. Like, you know how, like, the place we work at, like, you know, that you work at, because I've been there, it's like, it's not it's not, not quite as fun, and they don't, like, let you do as much stuff outside of work, and, like, you're kind of, like, beholden to the brand. It's totally not like that over here. Yeah, and let me let me remind you, they pay you, like, let's just say even more than what, yeah, where you used to work. Don't act like you're not going to, at the very least, flirt with the other side or go, you know what? Um, you know, I only have one life to live. Uh, why don't I go make more money over there? Because we know for a fact that the company over here, the WWE, like, if they can make money on you, it doesn't matter if you go to the other side. Like, I've already seen rumors because, like, you know, those three-year deals that are coming up there's already been rumors that like the wwe is uh you know are like there's like i don't know if there's actually been conversations but like like people are already starting and i think you might have even said it ryan on when we were talking on sunday watching the pay-per-view but like i've seen rumors that like wwe is considering throwing like big money at jericho and like, I don't think Jer- I, I truly don't think Jericho is going back to the WWE. I think he'll one day be in the Hall of Fame, but I don't think Jericho ever wrestles for WWE. But I've already seen some of these rumors that like, there's guys in WWE that Jericho wants to wrestle. And like, I mean, Raw could certainly use, uh, like a a a a face, a, a recognizable face that's going to get attention, like a Chris a Jericho, fifty year old former WCW star, like <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> Um, okay. but like, you know, like, but, but, but like the bottom line is, is, is it's, it's not volunteering. Like I'm not, I, I'm not saying that the guys that are going to AEW are volunteering, like, but if, if there's a buzz and, and there's a notion that, um, that, 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 that people are enjoying themselves and they're they're having fun, and like Charlie says, get you know, more time off. Like any number of reasons why AEW seems like a better place to go. I don't I don't think they're volunteering. I think people are making a choice 
to go over there if that place wants them. Yes, Ryan. If you're a wrestler and you're at the WWE, is there any concern a year, two years from now? I don't know who's owning the company I'm working for anymore. And that scares me. I don't know what a Disney WWE looks like. And that worries me. But I know what AEW looks like. And that feels safer right now. I don't hear anybody having a conversation around that. Is there concern? And they should be having. Right? I mean, we're all in business. We've all work at places. If your job and company is up for sale and somebody new is going to start calling the show, that should worry you a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, I also don't think, I don't think the WWE is ever going to fail to exist. Isn't that what killed WCW though? WCW felt like they were in pretty solid ground. And then um, networks from AOL started calling the shot, not wrestling people started calling the shots. That's fair. It's certainly fair. Um, I don't know. I think the difference is that the non-wrestling people who owned the television called the shots, and then eventually they didn't want wrestling anymore. Whereas WWE, they have contracts out with other like TV stations. Yeah, I don't think like if like if WWE sells to like NBC Universal, I think that the wrestling people in WWE will probably still run the company, even though it won't be owned by the McMahons. Okay. Uh, Charlie says with crowded roster, I wouldn't be surprised if one year if in one year guys like Hangman or MJF move. I don't think guys. I don't think Hangman or MJF are going anywhere. I can't wait until WWE gets the bill of goods known as Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> like, I can't wait when they're like, ah, oh, he's the next guy. And then they get him, and then they realize he's not that good. Well, and like... And they put suspenders and a fucking mask on him. <laughs> yes. Or like, I, like, you're not going to see the MJF promo from last night in the WWE. That's why you have MJF. WWE MJF has to be sweeter than Little Debbie over Mark's shoulder. That's um, what WWE gets. Other shoulder. WWE MJF is probably Bo Dallas. <laughs> but like there, there will undoubtedly be there will be people who, at the end of their three year, because I think that's what most of the initial AEW deals were at the end of the three year deals are not going to be re-signed. I don't know who they're going to be. I don't know if any of them will sign with WWE, but there will probably be people just based on roster size that probably won't get re-signed by AEW. And, and like, I'm curious to see who they are and where they land. Same as if like, certain you know people from certain people from WWE they don't re-sign where they land. Um, wrapping up here, Jason. You guys took my volunteering comments the wrong way. I bought into it. I paid for it. I choose to buy a pay-per-view, and I haven't done that for years. Well, good. <laughs> um, this is the same guy that was AAW trash can emoji, correct? Correct. This is Jason? That's, that's that right. Jason. Jason, hot damn. Uh, there you go. Here's the deal. There's no questioning. They're the hot hand. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no debate about that. 
I mean, they beat a or NXT. Yeah. Um. Are you guys all going to watch NXT next week? Absolutely. Any interest at all? I'm curious. I'm curious to see. Well, like I want to first off, I want to see the CWC and and the the overhaul and all of that. But like, and if there's any question that Vince McMahon is calling the shots, there's a goddamn wedding booked on it. <laughs> I can't wait for that wedding. I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, get ready, get ready. Indy, Indy Hartwell is going to be on. Uh, his, she's going to be Mark's one, three. two, and three next yep. week. Yep, she very well could be. Did you see the bachelor party this week? I actually, no. I didn't watch a sec. I haven't watched a second of NXT. The bachelor party is worth watching. Is it? All right, I'll have to check yeah, that out. It, it was really good. It was really good. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what, um, you know the the, the Phillies lost again. Cool. <laughs> I'm curious to see what the new look and feel of the show is going to be and the direction of NXT. Um, God, I hate the logo. Um, I'm I'm like, I'm indifferent on the logo to be honest. Like I don't love it. I don't hate it. I want to see it in the cons in the context of the full presentation. Like before I like. Cause like I mean, is I it? I just hate. I, I just hate that it's not centered. I know. <laughs> I I can't. I I I just have to push that through. I have to push that through my brain. Um. But and I I don't even necessarily think and 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 oh Mark's Bye, gone. Mark. Mark's gone. Um. Th- this is kind of like uh, closing thoughts for the week. But like I don't necessarily think a re a a redirection a a um you know, a, a new mission statement, whatever, however you want to describe it for NXT is necessarily a bad thing. I, I, I think, I think it actually could be, um, hi Mark. Uh, I think it could actually be a, a, a good thing. Hi, oh, hi Mark. For, for, for NXT and, 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 and for WWE and, and, and where they want to take this brand for the future. Because for, for some of the things we've said over the show tonight is like, who are the young stars of the WWE? And then we heard crickets. Like there, there really isn't any. So you know, maybe this actually is a good thing. Like the Parker. Real quick, let's talk about the 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 young stars of the WWE. Mm-hmm. The young successful stars of the WWE have been treated like AEW treats their stars, and were allowed to carry their namesake from the Indies and other places we know them into the NXT brand. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, Adam Cole, Ricochet. Red Dragon, not as a tag team, Tomato but chips. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. These are like the successful Rod Strong. Um, these are all guys that we knew prior to and, and came over. And they kept their name. How old Roderick Strong? Uh, 42. <laughs> 38. I wasn't that far off. All right. I, I'm not saying, all right. I'm saying the successful people in NXT then. The people that came over and have been really successful sure. are people that have been allowed to keep their name and weren't fully rebranded. Yeah. Triple H is NXT. These last couple skeleton head skull NXT. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. If it, if I, I, I think I tweeted I'll watch. it. I think I tweeted out the other week. Like if it sucks, then it sucks, and that sucks because I've loved NXT for, um, you know, the the better part of almost the last decade since the network 
uh, came to be. Like I've I've loved NXT, and it's gonna suck if it if <laughs> if that brand sucks. It will absolutely suck. But um, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm not writing it off. You know, just <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. God damn it! If you yeah, if you're here, if you're only listening to the podcast and you hit this moment. Go to the YouTube, please, and, and just look what it's sitting yeah, in. Yeah, we're, we're, we're two hours, 15 minutes in into the show. Yeah. Good, Bookmark just... it. Remember it. If WWE is serious about billing stars, cross Keith Lee and the Vikings uh, would be the same thing. Um, I think y'all can agree with Cross was made now? for Raw or SmackDown, not how he's being portrayed right now. <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, Wayfair Demolition does absolutely nothing for me, man. It's fucking, it's it's bad. Like I get that that Scarlet, whatever is going on with her health wise, uh, is the report. Um, it, it, it's unfortunate, but you still don't have to book Cross with that stupid ass mask and suspenders. You don't. You don't. Um, you know, and 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 Keith Lee, obviously, with with the health concerns there. Um, you know, he hasn't been seen since the, the one week he came back. So I, I don't know if there's still, um, health issues and things like that there. So, so, um, whatever, the, whatever the situation is with Keith Lee right now, we wish him the best. Um, real quick, Tim, this is, this is, I think your, your category more, uh, what's the chances we see an AEW bullet club? Mm. And is that more maybe to the NWO that you were speaking of? I mean, technically, we already have it because that's what the elite is. Just call it something different. Yeah. I mean, because they can't call that, it the Bullet Club. But that was what the Bullet Club was. So if you remember with the Bullet Club, Kenny and the Bucks spun out of the Bullet Club and called themselves the elite. Okay. And that's where, like, the heat between him and Tamatanga was um, before. But, like, I, that that's kind of where things things are with that. God damn it. That was ridiculous. I love you, Tim. Uh, Charlie says he meant on NXT we could see his presentation. We said that. How many times did we say on this show that Karrion Cross's presentation in NXT was built for the main roster? And then he went to the main roster, and they literally went... Here comes the ass. Here's none of that. Um, Jason says, I'm looking forward to Sting versus Tully in the geriatric main event after that challenge last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, And Devin, uh, this is a good question to end on. Do we see takeovers in big arenas again with the changes coming? Uh, No, at least not for a while. I think think their home is going to be the Capitol Wrestling Center. I think that's why... The the shows have been pre-taped and they're overhauling that that building. They're overhauling the look of the the brand, the logo, the music, the theme, all of it. It's it's a complete overhaul. And I think we go back to takeovers. And I think again, right now, I actually I I, I think it is a, it, at the very least it's a good idea on paper. Will it will it pan out? I don't know. We'll see. But uh, anybody because else thoughts on that? I don't think I don't think NXT is a touring brand at all. No house show, nothing. Well, they might do some like Florida house shows. Well, maybe. Like you nothing. know, like they've been doing just to get guys more work. But because I mean, there's no rules in Florida anyway. So 
That's fair. Um, but uh, any other thoughts before we close out? All right. Let's uh, – oh, let me make sure I don't blow up our ears here with the music. Um, let's uh, let's close up. Uh, Ryan, got anything to plug? Never do. Awesome. Intern Mark? I do have something to plug. I want to say a happy birthday to Cousin Brian, if he's listed. And, you know, and, and I'm going to take a little bit of Matt's uh, glory here. Every woman of the week is special. But I think next week we have one that I've waited maybe 90 days for to show up here. So get ready. I like the teaser there, Mark. Um, I will follow up since we've lost everyone else and say go to the Instagram page at 3 Count Thursday. We do a woman of the week feature every week. All leads to a woman of the year. This shirt I'm wearing is for Valentina Vasquez, who's our 2019 woman of the year. Um, this week featuring Caitlin Alexis. And like Mark alluded to, next week we have someone that he has been waiting for. Also next week, if you are in the Philadelphia area on Saturday, go to the 2300 Arena. Icons of Wrestling Convention, we will be there. We have Casey Patel, we have Gabriella Ortiz, and we have Riley Madison joining us. Again, so be there. There's other just well. do it. Uh, Casey Catal in the PWI 500. Correct, she was. Was the Tim? And since we're going to you next, the boar was in the PWI 500. 488, baby. Nice, nice. Tim, you got anything to plug? I do. Uh, at not the tool man across all platforms, Instagram, uh-huh. Snapchat, TikTok. I uh, don't TikTok, but if you send me your ticky talks, I may find them funny and may laugh and ha 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 ha. Um, if you like my takes here, check me out at uh, Final Wrestling Place at Final Place Pod or Viewers Choice, where we break down every WWE, AEW, NXT pay per view as it happens. Um, it, those are uh, very fun at BC on North South and Charlie. Uh, before you guys roll out, is any t-shirt companies doing anything for Daphne like they've done with New Jack or others? I'm not sure. Let me check. I'm gonna look at pro wrestling tees really quick. Say, I didn't. I know are... I didn't see anything on collar and elbow brand, which which had done the uh, some of the other shirts. Um, I, I haven't seen anything. That's a great point. I wish. I wish somebody. Yeah. Um. I wish somebody did, but I hadn't, I hadn't seen anything. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I always get any updates from, from Colorado brand from following them. Yeah. I didn't see one from them either. Great, great. Uh, uh, Nikki Ash, uh, some representation yes. on Rawls this week. Yeah. Which she had, had the armband. Yeah. I, I didn't notice that until the, till really till the end of the match, but I get, uh, a, a good job. Um, there from her um but closing out you can follow me at uh, big gym sports but make sure you are following along with the show we are at three count thursday facebook twitter and instagram join the patreon patreon.com slash three count thursday tpublic.com slash user slash three count thursday the what a maneuver store is still open but uh the primary place now is that tpublic store collar and elbow brand deal our home network, NGSE Sports. Our secondary home is the Leap Sports and Music Network. 
just go to threecountthursday.com. Everything you need to know about us is there. And until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.